It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hey, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Uh, it good is, evening. Thank you. Good evening. We are in the Ooh La La studios where we talk about love and dating and romance and mm. whatever's going on in your life. We and do. topics of the day. So, Simon, yes. um, I want to talk with you. Uh, and I also want to talk with our listeners about this too. So call us up if you want to, uh, if you need advice, if you want to comment on anything we're talking about tonight, 855-905-8255. Simon is our romance expert from Francais. And you are definitely the American realist, beautiful woman. Oh, thank you so much. But, well, it, but it's true. You really are a realist. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to keep it very real yes. because uh, Jill, our producer, our executive producer came into work today and was talking about somebody we both know, um, a mutual friend, acquaintance of ours, okay. who is about to get married, right. and there's a big issue. And, What's um, the issue? Well, I'm going to tell you the whole story. It's kind of involved, and it involves a friend of ours who's the maid of honor. Our, our friend is the maid of honor in, in an acquaintance of ours wedding, if okay. that makes sense. So this girl is a friend of mine and Jill's. We love her. We see her all the time. Um, she's a little bit stressed out about this wedding she has to be in. <laughs> Just a bit? Just a bit. And so I want to discuss what happens in relationships when things are bad and your best friend tries to intervene and fix things, counsel you, or is it a distraction or is it an interference? Because we rely on our friends for everything. They, they're our counselors sometimes. They help us through things. But sometimes we don't want them to help. We don't want them involved. So, Simon, I want to get your take on it as a man. Yes. Uh, what's going on with these girls that we know. When we come back on The Rendezvous mm -hmm. with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight, 855-905-8255. The question is, as a best friend, mm -hmm. you see your other best friend struggling in a relationship. When do you interfere? And the reason I'm asking this, Simon, is mm -hmm. because our executive producer, Jill, came in today um, talking about somebody we both know. Hi, Jill. Hi. So, Hi, Jill. Hi. We have a girlfriend, a Jill and I have a mutual girlfriend, who's the maid of honor in a wedding, okay? Okay. And the wedding is coming up very soon. Mm -hmm. The bride has told everyone, members of the bridal party, her friends, random strangers on the street, she doesn't want to get married. She does she, not want to get married. That's what she says? Yes. She doesn't want to get married. She even had a breakdown uh, at a party with everybody about it. It was in tears. So our mutual friend, Jill and I, has tried to talk about it. The maid of honor has tried to talk to her about it. But when she does, she says, everything's fine. It'll be it'll be okay. It'll be okay. It's like she's kind of pushing through it. Is that the impression yeah, you get, Jill? Yeah, for sure. Um, and so our friend wants to know what? She wants to know what she should do. If she should bring it up to her again and be like, are you sure you really want to get married? She wants to know if she should intervene in some way. But I also know that our friend has tried to talk to her about mm -hmm. it. I mean, how many times... Should you try? I mean, the soon-to-be bride also mentioned... Great question. ...that um, our friend, who's the maid of honor, just got married herself. And so this bride-to-be is telling her maid of honor, oh, you should, you can always get divorced one day. No big deal. So she has no... 
um, good feelings about being married. And everybody around her does not understand why she's going through with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, Jill, if you've been in a situation, Simon, if if you have, with a friend that you see is on this path. Plenty of times. Is in a horrible place and keeps making these decisions. And you can only listen to so much when they complain, when they cry, when you're, you know, trying to help them. And then it's the same, same, same. So where do you draw the line as a best friend in a situation like that? Do you stop and say, listen, you are about to make the biggest mistake of your life. You know it. Mm-hmm. Or do you just say, I've already expressed my feelings. I got to back away and just support my friend. What do you do, Simon? I said once. I don't say it twice. Mm. Because the help that is not asked from you or the the support is not meaningful. Only if I ask you, Angie, let's say I'm in trouble Mm -hmm. and I call you, I need your help, okay? Right. You are here for me. You're going to do it. Of course. If you go, Simon, I think this girl is completely wrong for you. Right. And I didn't ask your opinion or I didn't ask anything. I'm going to say what? Because we are all in denial of the situation until we are ready to hear the truth. And don't you think, Simon, there's a difference between when you're friends with somebody and they ask for your general, honest opinion, or they're just venting and they just want someone to listen? Because sometimes they don't want you to fix problems. Sometimes they just need to vent and, and have you be there. It's hard when you love someone, though. It's hard, but that's because you can't project yourself in the situation. So if somebody is venting or saying, I don't want to get married or this... Well, all she has to do is not get married. So I would not be too worried about it, right? Because it's But her... you're the best man. Let's say right. it's your best friend. You're the best man yeah, at the wedding, and, the... and he is miserable. You know this is going to end in disaster. Yes. You stand by and watch. Do you back out of the wedding? No, I, if, do you support? What do you do? If he says to me, Simon, I don't want to get married, I said, why? And why would you want to get married? Okay, let's have a talk once. Right. Okay? And they have had that conversation. I will never have the talk twice. I agree with you. Simon, Jill, what did you tell our friend who is the maid of honor? What Did you give her any advice on what to do in this situation? I said have one last talk. One last talk. One last just her and the bride and just say, are you sure? Because this is a big deal. And then just see what happens and then drop it. She has to drop it after that then. Cool. Let's take some uh, calls. I want to hear what you have to say. Have you been in a situation where you know your friend is making a huge mistake? How far do you go? Or maybe you were the one that was in this situation. Your friends were trying to warn you. You didn't listen because we never do. Mm -hmm. We never do. We got to make our mistakes on our own. Like kids, like adults, in relationships. 855-905-8255. We'll hit the phones next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking with Jill, our executive producer. Jill and I both have a mutual friend yes. who is about to be a maid of honor mm-hmm. in a wedding where the bride is miserable. She does not want to be married, but no matter what anybody says, she insists on going through with it. So where do you stop in that situation as a bestie, as someone who loves your friend and see them making a huge mistake? You and I both agreed. You say it one time and you can't say anything else. No. And then you be quiet. You got to support your friend no matter what. Okay. Because then there's resentment that will build on your friendship and who knows where that's going to go. So I want to go to the phone, see what our listeners have to say. 855-905-8255. Let's pick up uh, Tim listening in Lake County, Indiana. On 93.9 My FM. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, Tim. Hi. So, you heard this whole scenario that we were all talking about. Do you have any input or any sort of, uh, can you relate at all? Yeah, I can. I, I called in because I love your show. Um, 
Thanks. I'm actually engaged now. And a uh, little backstory: I was dating uh, my girlfriend uh, Jessica for like two years because I wanted to wait and make sure before I asked her. Lately, my fiancés would say to me, "Well, you know, it's cool that you hang out with your friends now because you know once you're married, you're not going to be able to do that." And I'm like, mm. I'm like, well, a little bit. She's like, no, no. I said, I know we're getting married, so we're going to spend more time. And she goes, no, but really, you know, your friends and all that, you know, maybe one once in a blue moon. But she keeps making these comments like she's joking. But she, no, I, she's, I'm a you know, she's, she's not joking. I'm worried she, that once I get married, it's going to be like I'm on lockdown. It's not joking. <laughs> it's grooming. And there's a difference. Yeah. And I'm going to, um, Simon, yeah. I'm sure you have some things to say. I do as well. Tim, can you stay on the line with us for a second? I want to talk more about oh, this absolutely. when we come back. Perfect. All right. More with Tim when we come <laughs> back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we're still on the line with our listener, Tim, who is uh, listening in Indiana right now and talking about the fact that you were saying that you and your fiance and Jessica have been together. You're engaged. And she keeps giving the dropping these little hints about, OK, hang out with your friends now because, you know, that's going to stop after we're well, married. Like, you're not going to be able to go over and watch football every Sunday or they're not going to come here. We're going to need some time alone. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, this is our life. This is how you met me. She's like, no, but things change. And, you know, you can still have friends every once in a while. But, you know, and then she called me the other day. She goes, and, you know, I need you to really start sitting down when you pee. I don't want you standing up when you pee in the bathroom. What? I'm like, are you, are you, you're not even there. Are you joking? I mean, wait, I yeah, wait, so, it doesn't so, matter, though. It's just easier. I'm like, nah, easier. that's not happening. There's a there's a lot of control going on here. Clearly, Simon, uh, she wants him to sit down when he's going pee pee on the potty, like he's a little boy yeah. and he needs target practice. Yeah, Simon, yeah. what do you say to Tim? Control freak. Control. There's control a lot of control. Freak. I mean, she's not your mom. She's uh, she's your fiance. I mean, I'm shocked. This, I, this is what this, is up to me. This screams red flags. There is so many things here. Tim, to me, that screamed that this is just the beginning of a control thing. Yeah. And has she been controlling throughout your whole relationship you know in little what? ways? No, that's the thing. I waited two years and everything was great. She was super cool, super chill. Now we just moved in together. Ah, you know, it's the old bait and, and switch. bait and switch. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. She used to text me and go, hey, hon, hope you're having a great time with the boys. Call me when you're done. Now she's like, uh, you're supposed to be home at 3 o'clock. It's like 3.10. Where are you? I'm like, uh, okay. uh, I'm on my way. There's traffic. So it's it's nonstop. So hold on one second. I'm going to keep you through one more segment if you can hang with us. Sure. And Absolutely. Simon and I are, are going to give you our final thoughts and advice on this situation next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Tim on the line, our listener in Indiana. So Tim was telling us, Simon, mm -hmm. engaged, yes. right? Um, Jessica is the fiance. You've been engaged for, what, a year, you said? No, we've been engaged for actually seven months. We were, we were oh. dated for two years before we got About engaged. two years. Yeah. Okay, got you. And everything was cool. She was very, like, fun, outgoing girlfriend, very accepting of everything. And suddenly, since the engagement, it's... Hey, don't get like too used to hanging with your friends after the marriage. And by the right. way, you're gonna have to s start sitting down when you go to the bathroom uh, <laughs> because I don't want to clean right. up what. Like she's, it's emasculating, right? And Simon, <laughs> what do you have to say? What do you think he should do? So I answer. What's your exact question so we can help you? What should he do? He wants to well, know. Yeah, things are starting. Simon, things are starting to change. Her whole personality, her whole demeanor is starting to slightly change, and I'm worried that as I continue to get closer to the wedding and then right after the wedding, 
she's going to be a different person than I fell in love with, you know, so, like two and a half years ago. Well, okay, so people change sometimes, sometimes not. I'm on the side of giving it a chance, but I would go to a couple of therapists. I would have if, I mean, what she said about you standing or sitting in the restroom, that's totally unacceptable and controlling. Uh, she doesn't want you to go out. I can I can understand that. Once you get married, maybe a behavior old school should change. Mm-mm. And finally, I think so, Angie. Okay. And, then, and, and, and then finally, <laughs> the fact she wants kids earlier than later, I can understand, but all this is between you and her. So I recommend to ask her together to go to a couple of therapists and then address this to have a conversation before you guys get married so you are clear on where things are going. But if you think it's your true love, I would not let her scare me by some controlling freak childish be you know uh, sentences if it's your true love. I don't know what Angie will tell you, but I'm saying, you know, Congrats to you guys and go to see a couple of therapists and have a conversation and then get married. Simon, you're so sweet and romantic. Well, I mean, that's I just that's <laughs> what I believe. What do you believe? Well, first of all, I always believe when people call Tim with questions like this, it's there's something that's really nagging at you and you're looking for affirmation on how you feel at this point. How long are how long until your wedding is supposed to happen? Uh, nine months. Nine months. Okay. Yeah. Got plenty of time. Did the invites haven't gone out yet? Okay. No. This is what I think. I think it's the tip of the iceberg. I really do. I think think that. I do. I think that your girlfriend might have pulled a little bit of a bait and switch on you. Um, A lot of times, you know, in relationships, we don't really show who we really are because there's an ulterior motive. Um, We want to be in a relationship. So we pretend to love everything that that person loves because we want to be in a relationship. Or we don't show who we really are because we know that it wouldn't be attractive to the person that we're with. Um, So the bait and switch is by being who you want that person to be. And then once you get what you want, in this case, Jessica getting that ring from Tim, now here I am. We're engaged. You're on lock. Just wow. you're on notice right now. Um, you're not going to be able to hang with your friends. You're not going to be able to stand and go to the bathroom anymore. Right. Like, what is she going to stand behind you and make sure that you're sitting? I don't understand that. But there's a difference between compromise and control. Okay, I, I believe in compromise. I'm a married woman who knows that compromise <laughs> is everything in marriage. And yeah. when somebody is showing you what it's going to be like. She is giving you a trailer, Mm -hmm. the movie trailer of what your marriage will be. Watch that trailer Uh, and believe it. Okay, it's possibly a good point, but there's two sides to every story. If she called us now, Maybe there is a reason why the bathroom maybe is messy. Maybe he okay, goes out too late at night and he drinks too so, much. So, I don't know. So then say, so, stop. please stop being so messy. No, Try to like aim better. But, but don't say yeah. you have to sit. You know, there are things I, I, I agree, that Angie, happen. But that's why in the middle between Tim and his fiance, a couple of therapists will be able to hear her side, his side, and help them and guide them to true love. Because Angie, if I follow your road, they're not getting married. Well, and that's what I'm telling him. I, I think it's a mistake. N- neither of us are experts, but we have experience. And yeah. maybe, you know, you agree with one perspective or the other, but maybe we're giving you new ideas and new ways to communicate in your relationship, things you maybe never thought of. So well, that's I, what we I really want to do. I couple therapy, to be honest with you, until I called you guys, I hadn't even thought about that. Perfect. Well, I'm, I'm glad, you know, when you don't know, ask, you know, a third person. But make sure both yeah. are there so both can tell the versions to two sides of each story. Thank you so much. The jury can decide. Listen, thank you, sweetie. Thanks for calling and staying with us so long and listening to the rendezvous. You guys are great. You you are too. Have a good night. More when we come back.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone number is 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, and relationship. Simon, when you came into work tonight, yeah. you were telling me that you saw a stat. Yeah, I kind of was surprised. Maybe I'm wrong to be surprised. On that screen on, in the elevator coming up, it says that 50% of people that are in a relationship or married complain that their spouse or partner is too obsessed with social media at home. I looked at it and said, 50%, that's a lot. And then I said to myself, I want to ask you, what do you think is the right policy, Angie? I mean, we're all on social media. Well, the, social media. The internet. I think it's the internet electronics in general. Well, There's so much of it. We're so in our laptop, our phone. But it's really, an appendage Angie, now. It's like another arm. But what, what you do, what I do more, is the social media because... It's work for us. Uh, yeah. And not work, but it's part of our job. We, and we, we, we want to talk to our listeners. Yeah, and we, and we have, you know, the Instagram. We mm-hmm. have this. We, so, are you are you part of the fifty percent, Angie? Fifty percent of married people complain that spouse spend too much time. I, I do on social I, media at home. I do think that my husband and I spend too much time on the internet on social so media. So you're part of the fifty percent that would have I, said yes, absolutely. But wow, we have why? a policy in our bedroom, okay? Because I know a lot of people bring electronics in their room. They have TVs in their room. I do. I don't. I'm single, but I do. We had a rule before we got married. No TV, no electronics. We wanted our bedroom to be for sleep and, and for ooh-la-la. And that's <laughs> it. Because I feel like our lives all day, every day, are just so dialed into electronics. Um, so I wanted that to be the one place um, that we had a free zone. Uh, let's take some calls on this, Simon. I want to hear about social media, internet, and your life, and your relationship. Are you part of the 50%, or are you doing something to make sure that you're not? 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 855-905-8255. The topic is what you saw on our elevator screen on the way and up to work tonight, 50% Simon. of people surveyed are complaining their spouse or significant other spends too much time on social media, internet, and so on. Let's yeah. go to the phone and see uh, what our listeners have to say. Azalea is on the line listening in Barberton, Ohio, 98.1 WKDD. Hey, Azalea. Hey. Hey. Guys, I was just listening to you, and this hits so hard at home for me because my boyfriend is always on his phone so much that I'm always telling him it's like a security blanket. You know, it's is like it, he has to be on his phone. Is it for work, or what's he doing no, on his phone? No, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that if you're checking emails and it's part of your job, you know, running a business or your boss is constantly contacting you, I respect that. But it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's Instagram. Um, it's like he has to be in the know. And it's to the point that it's at dinner, it's in the bedroom. He takes his phone to the bathroom. And I oh swear he'll spend God. an hour in there because he's my on husband the phone. Does that. My husband does that too sometimes. And I'm like, why are you sitting on the toilet with your iPad? Like, that's so gross to me. But anyway, Simon, what did okay, you want to okay. say to Azalea? Let's, let's get out of the bathroom for a second. So the question I have for you, Azalea, is have you asked him to stop? I mean, what does he say? What you're describing is very... Like, oh, he uh, thinks I'm crossing a boundary. He thinks what? that it's none of my business. If he wants to check Facebook, it's his phone. He can do whatever he wants. And it drives me crazy. Azalea, uh, can you hang on for one second? We have to take a quick break, but I want to dig a little deeper into this and um, how it's affecting your relationship and what the solution is here. Mm -hmm. That's next on The Rendezvous.
Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're taking your calls, 855-905-8255. We're talking right now about the sign you saw, Simon, in our elevator on the way up tonight Absolutely. to the studio. 50% of married or in a committed relationship people are complaining their spouse or significant other are spending too much time on the internet, social media, and so on, and it's hurting the relationship with the I believe it. I believe it. 50%, and you're part of it. I'm part of it, and so is my husband. When we're home, we're usually on the couch together, but both on our devices, like doing emails, doing social, like whatever we're doing. The only time we have time alone is when we're having dinner with our daughter or when we're in bed together. So let's go to the phones. Azalea is still on the line with us. Thank you, Azalea, listening in Barberton, Ohio, WKDD listener. Mm -hmm. Azalea, you were saying that this is an issue with your boyfriend. Do you guys live together, by the way? Yes, we do. And so is it He's constantly on, and, and what's going on in your bedroom? Do you guys have a TV in there? Do you have computers in there, phones, whatever? Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm okay with the TV in the bedroom. I, I heard you talking about that because sometimes right. we like to snuggle and watch a movie. Okay. It's to the point that during the movie, I'll slowly glance over, and sure enough, he's on his phone. He'll be like, oh, what happened? I'm like, okay, are so- you kidding I had this, uh, you heard the rule that I was talking about where I said no TV, no electronics, but you like the TV. So could you maybe suggest to your boyfriend, hey, I know we like to watch movies and TV and snuggle together in bed, and I love that, um, but can we leave the phones, the iPads, the computers outside the bedroom and just make this about you and I time and snuggling and having time together? I mean, I could try, but it just seems like, to me, I feel like it's, it's almost like a security blanket where you feel like you have to be on your phone. He's In addiction? One of those people. I, and I've I, talked to him about it over dinner. He never puts it away. Oh, so, at uh, dinner? Oh, oh no. Yeah. I, oh, no. I, I need to ask you this very uh, cruel question, but I, I, allow me to ask you that just for the sake of it. Not cruel, do, honest, honest. Honest, We're yes. being honest. Uh, Azalea, do you think he's bought stiff with you? <laughs> no. I mean, I hope not, but I mean, mo- the majority of the time he'll share with me what he's looking at. Okay. So you know, the it's ent- not like it's anything. It's And we do that know. too. I, I my husband and I like do that, that too. The, the, the reason I say that is because, and I'm glad you bring that last point, which is not because he, he gets entertainment from the social media. If he shares with you, then he includes you in it, right? Well, then I don't think it's such a bad thing. And if he okay. shares it with you, I think it's not good at dinner. Uh, it's not good at dinner. Never. Uh, it's not good in the bedroom. No, but he needs that. So I was thinking either he's bored stiff with Anzalea. No, I don't think it means he's bored stiff. I mean, could have been. you watch TV. That doesn't mean you're bored stiff with the person you're watching TV with. That just Listen, means that I've you're... messaged him on Facebook teasingly like, hey, are Can you going to come... watch the movie? And he, <laughs> because he'll be on Facebook. Can you come hang out with me? I know where you're sitting right by me. You know what's no, funny? No, he's right next to me because okay. it's like I, I but... tease him about it. Because he just doesn't know how to put the phone down. Simon, let me suggest this and tell me what you think. Because I have the same problem with my daughter. So my daughter is almost 13. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like 12, tweens, teens, they are addicted, addicted to their devices. It's an appendage. So we have free zones where there's no, like, you can be on your phone, you can be on your iPad, whatever times a day. But there are certain times a day where they... They are off limits because we have to, if we don't make time for each other, we're going to get lost. Oh, I would love that. I think that that's, 
totally fair. I mean, I don't want to, you know, take away the phone. No, and no, because you're not I his mommy. On Amazon, right. I, I right. get what, you know, but yeah. I'm totally open to talking to him about it and, and coming from a, a place that's more like, hey, I love you and I miss you. This. Yeah, yeah, and I I miss you. You know, I miss our conversations. Yes, and talk about you know the pain you go through. Don't don't hesitate. Tell him the truth. How lonely. Yeah. How you feel like it is another world with other friends. Thanks, guys. Azalea, be strong. Be strong. And Honest. Let us know how it goes. Okay. It's going to be fine. Right. I have a good feeling. I have. I Thank have you so, so too. Much. Azalea, thanks for calling me and Simon yep. in the rendezvous and listening as well. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye, bye, bye, honey. More when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we just had Azalea on the phone talking about uh, your study that you saw on our elevator here at work, which led into this big conversation that's very real, not only in uh, romantic relationships, just in families in general, that these devices, the iPhones, the iPads, the cell, whatever it is, it's taking us away from human interaction, from our families, from our relationships. It's a big problem. And our caller, Azalea, was talking about it. And you had a moment where you were saying maybe he, her boyfriend, was escaping because he's constantly on it even when they're watching TV together. Yeah, it came to my mind that maybe all that time spent, and maybe for all of us, to try to escape someone, something, or just entertain and relax our brain. Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, some people will do that. Some people will do sports and workout like crazy. And then some people will do other things. Well, we all and, do that. That's normal. In, in the old days, we used to read books. Uh, you would take a book. No, really. You <laughs> remember? We still read books. Oh, the newspapers. I read books. Read bo- I, I read too. books. I read newspapers. But I bet your it's daughter. It's my moment alone. Oh, my goddaughter will spend more time on social media ever than we will ever. Absolutely. Okay. Because that's where their friends are. That's where they learn a lot of things. Um, books are not as prevalent as they were when we were growing up. But my daughter will go into her room. She has a keyboard in there. She'll stick her headphones into the keyboard and sit and play music. Or she'll be on her phone. Or, you know, she escapes to her room a lot. And I'm like, why are you trying to get away from us all the time? <laughs> we all need our time alone. You know, some moms go in the in the bathroom and lock themselves in and take a bath for three hours. Or pretend that we're taking a bath and we're just sitting there on our computers because we need a moment alone. We Everybody need t- needs time alone. And when a kid is upset, we say take a time out. Yes. Right? When an adult is upset and he use social media, he's taking a time out. Same thing. What is your time out? I want to find out about what your favorite time out is when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Email us anytime at simonandangie.com if you have a question about love, dating, romance, you need some advice, or you Mm -hmm. want to uh, comment on anything that we're talking about. Right now, we're talking about ways you escape, personal escapes that you take in relationships. Because, let's face it, if you live together, everybody has the need for alone time. Simon, what do you do if you want to get away, if you want alone time, if you just want to feel like yourself? What well, do you do? When I'm in a relationship and let's say I need some time out, I go play ping pong. Ping I mean, pong. I go down the club. There you go. And that's my thing. It's a change of scenery. You're you, doing something you love. Yeah. You're talking to other people Exa- or maybe not anybody at all. Exactly. Well, with ping pong, a little bit. And then your mind switches, your body switches. So that's that's my time out. What about you? 
uh, what do I do so to you get need away? Time out. You home. If, if work I, is over. If I need time out, I literally have to be alone. Like I would love for everybody to leave the house. Like, I, <laughs> no, not to be mean, but because I never get to be home. I'm at work 14 hours of the day. True. So my home is my sanctuary. I made it beautiful for my family and for me. But I don't get a lot of time there. So if I'm home, my husband has learned. Like, hey. I'm going to take our daughter, we're going to go to dinner, or we're going to go shopping, or we're going to do something, and I'm going to give you at least two hours, something to yourself, and I just want to sit. Let's talk more about our favorite timeouts from life and relationships, because I think those are very important. Absolutely. And I want to go around the room and see what everybody has to say, what their favorite thing to do is, because, listen, let's face it, we're all work and no play, and that doesn't make us very fun people. (laughs) What's your favorite timeout? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Thanks for listening to us tonight. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Bonjour, Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Hello. We are in the Ooh La La Studios. Love, dating, and romance. And we've been talking tonight a lot about people that are in relationships. And listen, we love our mates. We love our husbands, our wives, whatever it is, our boyfriends, our girlfriends. Um, we love our kids. But we all need a break sometimes, a mental break. These jobs are very concentrated. We're talking all the time. I talk for 12 hours a day. I want to stop talking sometimes and just be (laughs) alone and have a glass of wine and watch uh, Below Deck Mediterranean with stupid people on a yacht doing the (laughs) ooh-la-la, like something mindless where I don't have to think about anything. So we're talking about the things um, that we do to kind of disconnect our little escapes, which is necessary. I'm a very big advocate. I know you are, Simon, too, for alone time. And, Simon, you're single, so you get a lot of alone time. That's for sure. Um, but once you're in a relationship again, you will crave that alone time, and your favorite is ping, ping pong. pong. Yes, that's my way to go. That's my alone time. Go that's your hobby. It is, and I need it. Yeah, Just and like you need to sit on the couch and watch your, your TV show. My stuff. trashy TV. It's <laughs> mindless, but it's I need my mind to escape for a little bit. I, Totally understand. Right. Totally. And sports are a big thing for a lot of people. Yours is ping pong. My husband goes running. He yeah. goes for Workout runs. Workout for others. It's great. Um, so I wanted to ask other people because I also want to know uh, what everybody else does mm-hmm. to escape for a minute. So let me go to our executive producer, Jill. Do you have a thing? You live alone as well. I do. But you work a lot. I do. So what do you do to escape? <laughs> I actually like to go shopping, retail therapy. And do you like to shop with others or do you like to shop alone? It depends who it is because some people are annoying and they want to leave right away. I like, I like to like shop to alone. I like to shop alone. Yes. Because I feel like if I'm shopping with someone else, and I, I could shop with you, Jill, because Jill and I have similar I you styles. Because I shopping together sometimes. We, we do sometimes, but I like to shop. If I'm like on a mission, I want to shop alone yes. because I feel like I'm on other people's schedules. Right. And I want to go rack by rack mm-hmm. by rack by cl- like. I'll take all day if I have to. And people are like, oh, I got things to do. I'm like, see, now you're stressing me out. This isn't relaxing. Shopping is a good one. Absolutely. I shop. Do you shop online? I to do. Es- I shop online to escape. That's a good one for me, too. Um, Jordan, our assistant producer, what do you do to escape? If I'm mad, I go to the gym. Like, if it's something I'm like... So you have about. a girlfriend. Yeah. You guys don't live together, but you work. No. You both work a lot. Yeah. And... Even when you're doing things socially, it's a lot of times work involved. So to get away from, let's say you want to get away from her, not that you ever want to, but we all need to, 
that's what you do? You go work out? Yeah, sometimes I work out or like at night I love looking at stars, reading, writing, uh just kind of Where do you see star Where do you see stars in well, downtown Chicago? I'm curious because I haven't seen a star yeah, not, since I lived in Minnesota in the 90s. Not downtown <laughs> Chicago, obviously, but You'll go out somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. And and I love just sitting on the deck sometimes and looking out on the skyline and just watching the twinkle lights and seeing that everything else is busy and I'm just relaxing. Well, you're relaxing time. Music or no music? Music a lot of times because even though we're in a we work in radio, we hear music all day. Sometimes I need to hear the music I don't hear every day. You know how radio is. It can be repetitive sometimes. Not this station, of course. But other stations. Um, and I, you know, sometimes want to hear old music. I want to hear my Prince music. I want to hear stuff that uh, reminds me of a certain time, a certain right. place. And music is life for me. It's it's my heartbeat. So that, yes. Food? No. No. I, no. You don't like to eat alone. I don't like to eat alone. Even when I was single, I used to walk into my house and say, hi, honey, I'm home. And then I would laugh, like, because <laughs> I'm like cracking jokes to myself because I knew nobody was there to answer me back. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't make funny. dinner because I didn't want to make dinner for one. So it was like I would go out or order in or something. But yeah, no. Time out, yeah. Whatever, whatever you do, the message is to make sure that you take time for yourself. Absolutely. That's what Necessary. we're saying. Because you got to love yourself and be happy inside to be happy for your mate Absolutely. and your family. Yes. And your co-host. And your co-host. Do you feel like I'm not happy for you? No, do you think I need more time alone? No, is this your I, way of saying that? No, I mean, it's important I to need have to go time home. alone. I need to go home, right? No, 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 no. You know what's funny is the whole time we've been doing this, Simon has been rubbing his ping pong paddle. Like you are just ready well, to get the heck out of the studio. It's just my favorite thing I touched during the day. It's like Angie is driving me crazy. I'm going to go home. This. It's late tonight. Get out of here. I need some time alone. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. So we talked a lot about uh, interfering in friends' relationships when it's going bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also talked about compromise, uh, social media in your relationship and, you know, Internet technology. Is it taking it away? Um, And things you do to relax and make sure you're recharging yourself. Simon. Angie. Tell us your Simon says for the evening. Thanks, Angie. I said in relationships, alone time is the recipe. To rejuvenate yourself. It is. It is. It's necessary. It's healthy. It's important. Take some time for yourself. If you don't feel good, you can't make anybody else feel good. It's exactly. impossible. Exactly. Right? If you feel icky, or people hurt, around you are going to feel icky. Mood. Yeah, it's the energy that you're putting out. Absolutely. Be so happy take inside. Take that time out. I agree, Simon. That's a great, Simon says. It's actually probably one of my favorites well, that you've you, ever Angie. said because I... I need that, and I agree with that, and I need to print it out and stick it on the wall of my uh, life, on my forehead. (laughs) I should probably get a tattoo on my forehead, so every time I look in the mirror, I see that. Like, relax, relax. But listen, thanks for being with us tonight. If you missed any of the show, anything that we talked about tonight, go to simonandangie.com. All of our podcast is there. Mm -hmm. Also, Simon, on the FYI show that you have that I love. Yes, thank you. And she, there was a great question on the last episode, Sexy or Sleazy. So In bed wanna, with Simon. In bed with Simon on FYI. Check it out, simonandenergy.com. And the last episode you will find is Sexy or Sleazy. 
Yeah, listen. You're asking people questions. And, just, and you can answer the same couples. questions when you see the uh, the episode. So yes. go check out my show on simonandangie.com. Yes, and that's also our, also our social media, Simon and Angie, pictures, videos, podcasts, whatever you want to see about the show. And yes. thank you so much for spending your ooh-la-la with us tonight. <laughs> Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.